Hi, and welcome to Women CEO in Reflection, a podcast dedicated to personal growth and mental health discussions with women CEOs across the globe. It's here where inspired women get candid about what drives them to succeed and the personal challenges they've encountered on their path to success. So if you're a woman on a mission, this is the podcast you don't want to miss. So sit back, relax, and let's get candid. Hi, I'm Marisa Jones, and welcome to Women CEO in Reflection. I'm joined by my co-host, Neil Haley, and today we have a special guest, Dr. Virginia LeBlanc, better known as Doc V. Doc V is a highly sought multidisciplinary star on the global scene across industries, mastering the art of the pivot and transformation through transition, earning her nickname, the Pivot Maestro. Doc V's mission at Defining Paths uh, is transition, specializing in retiring military transition from service, as well as women leaders from the workplace into purpose entrepreneurship. A holistic transformational coach, she's putting you back in business and building success from scratch while guiding clients to think without a box. Thank you and welcome to the show, Virginia. Doc, Doc V, I'll call you. Doc V is fine. That's what everyone calls me. Thank you so much, Marissa. I'm excited to be here with you and your audience. Thank you. Um, so tell me about your journey and you know how you got your nickname Doc V and your path to, <laughs> to all the wonderful things you're doing today. Girl, you're asking a mouthful there. <laughs> <laughs> so I will try to give you the short of it. <laughs> you know, my work was birthed from my personal story, you know, of transformation through transition, I like to say, you know, and my ability to overcome, heal, rebuild and transform my life and business from the inside out became my client mission, you know, helping those experiencing brokenness and trauma to live, you know, that inspired life and be their own boss in mind, body, soul, and business. So I grew up modest means South Texas, an environment where, you know, there was hardly inspiration. You know, money was difficult and prevented parents from tapping into the flow of life, you know. So, you know, my early years were mostly happy, but by age five, I had already learned lessons in faith, hope, love, security, absence, addictions, and loss, you know, you name it. Um, you know, an inspired living was not even on a radar and, you know, never a conversation around a dinner table. So, you know, I went through life, I always felt something tugging at my soul, but I wasn't making the connection. I wasn't connecting the dots. And, you know, going through all of those painful lessons in life, you know, it was, I was on a journey learning how to love the skin that I was in, you know, and, you know, life, one time, life happened when I was probably in my late twenties, um, my father took ill and uh, I'm, you know, an only child by my parents and I had to pivot, you know, I had to make some decisions because I was, I was in a doctoral program. I was, you know, working a job, um, you know, that just had me running and traveling and I was trying to take care of my father. And at the time I was actually in Indiana and he was in uh, Louisville, Kentucky. So I, um, you know, I had to learn how to pivot, you know? And so what I didn't realize is that, you know, I, I had the capacity to whatever I put my hands to, you know, I was able to excel in it, you know, I was able to figure it out. Um, and I didn't, I wasn't processing transferable skills, and how it, it it's applicable across fields, you know, life puts us on these paths, and we tend to stay on those paths, and till life happens, 
we never have really the opportunity or we don't think to, we don't consciously think to um, explore other avenues. So really, you know, life kept happening to me like that and I kept just figuring it out. So it's funny because uh, one of my, my podcast producer, uh, Mike Saunders, he, he actually named me the pivot maestro because I also have a background <laughs> in opera and classical singing. So that's how I my came by that name <laughs> and my mission. <laughs> That's so great. You know, I think it's interesting because when when I think about people who have gone through trauma, I've been through a lot of trauma as well, as well. You have to adapt whatever yeah. the situation is. And especially if it's if it's one time, sometimes you can stay focused when when you're getting hit over and over and over again, you constantly have to reinvent your life over yeah. time. And so you become really good at a lot of different things. Right. And that's how we become coaches and mentors, because we we naturally find ourselves wanting to help others in similar situations, um, you know, because we've learned those skills. Um, And that's so important, especially in the last couple of years, having to pivot. Neil and I were just talking about that uh, before before the podcast about having to pivot pivot the last couple of years um, with what's been going on. Yeah. Well, you know, it was so funny if I might add this really quickly, because I used to think there was something wrong with me, you know, and that's what, you know, my podcast, Define Your Path, um, is all about, you know, how others have defined their path in life and business. I used to think there was something wrong with me because I was having so much transition, you know, and that was starting to turn into trauma because I didn't understand it. But what it prepared me for was to be able to relate to people, all walks of life, no matter where they're coming from and be able to, you know, to help them through my story. So, yeah. What are some of the, what are the, the, the guests that you have on your show? What, what is the focus for uh, defining paths? Absolutely. So, you know, everything I do, who I am, my company, we, we're heart centered. We, we're, we're conscious. We operate in truth, transparency, and love. So all of my guests who come, they're all um, on a purposed entrepreneur path, as I call it. So they're heart centered. They're humanitarians. They, you know, they are trying to leave, make and leave this world a better place. So they're global thought leaders, they're legacy builders, change agents, you know, you name it, but most of them are on that entrepreneurial path. And, you know, we ask only two questions. How do you define, how did you define your path and how do you help others define theirs? Because, you know, and and I want it to come from people who are doing this thing, you know, who from everyday life, you know, it's wonderful to see the stars, the big names or what have you, but, you know, having just business owners who are out there grinding it out, who've had success. Um, So, you know, they come and they talk about how they made their companies profitable and how they, you know, for uh, to get to their sustainable wins. Um, But they're also talking about their life story. You know, I don't censor them. So it was so funny. One guest asked me, she was a comedian. She was like, "Um, can I curse on the show? I was like, as far as I know. So, I mean, she didn't go all in, but, you know, it was just very, um, you know, it's, it's heartfelt, you know, and it's real life, you know, and it's all walks of life. Mostly I have women coming on the show because one of my service areas, I don't turn anyone away, but I do specialize in retiring military transitions and women leaders out of the, out of the workplace into purposed entrepreneurship. So how did you get into the military aspect of it? So it's interesting um, when I was in high school, just to give you a little backstory, I was uh, preparing as a junior year, I guess. Um, I was recruited by Air Force, Navy, Marine Corps, um, Army. Um, I come from a military family all throughout 
you know, uh, my family, immediate and extended. And that was my plan. You know, it was to go into service, uh, very service oriented, minded, um, you know, country um, and servant leadership in general. Um, but I discovered around that same time also that I had a, um, a severe eye impairment that prevented me from uh, going into active duty. So walking through life, you know, I, that was my first pivot. <laughs> um, so I've been in beta for a long, for decades. <laughs> um, and so, you know, life happened, you know, I'm defining my path, not knowing, not connecting the dots. Then I eventually ended up into when I moved out to this area to uh, the DMV, as we call it, DC, Maryland, Virginia. Um, I ended up working for the uh, industrial military complex as a defense contractor. Then um, I was recruited to work for the secretary of the Navy in, the, uh, uh, in his human resource. Well, first of all, their program integration division and human resources, because again, you know, just that amalgamation of skill sets that I had. So um, when I was in civilian service, I took an assignment into foreign service. So spent a couple of years over on the beautiful island of Crete. And uh, I was a human resources director over there. So just, you know, throughout my, my life experience, my family um, commitment to service and, um, you know, and my experiences uh, in the uh, military complex, you know, befriended a lot of people, honorary chief over here, shout out to um, uh, my chiefs out there <laughs> um, who just That's really great. took me under their wing, you know, when I was uh, in foreign service. And I learned a lot. Um, and, you know, the piece that I missed from not uh, serving active duty, um, but just it, th my passion came out, you know, my passion came out to focus on the retiring military because I saw the holes that they were falling through. And in addition, you know, being in human resources, I knew what they were potentially facing. And then just, you know, again, my life story piece. So mm -hmm. I'm going to have to introduce you to uh, Colonel Michael Burroughs, who's a fantastic veteran. I met him a couple years ago and uh, we've partnered. We're building a wellness center in Costa Rica. So lots to talk Ooh, about wow. there. You and I will have to connect yes. and it's to help veterans of traumatic brain injury. Um, oh, because wow. one of the things about trauma and it's, it's, you know, I feel very connected. I've never been in the service. No one in my family, except my brother, he was, he was, did four years in the army back in the eighties. Mm -hmm. um, so, so we didn't come from that um, because I'm first generation American. Um, mm -hmm. But um, the, the connection to mental health and veterans is so yeah. important because the impacts are the same. It may be yeah. different severities, but veterans and those who have been through trauma, it's depression, it's suicide thoughts, it's, it's uh, um, PTSD. Um, there's so many things around that that are very much aligned and, and uh, the same. And so um, yes. that's something that I feel very connected with. Absolutely. And this is the beautiful thing, you know, that I encourage more civilians to get involved with. You know, I mean, we, we give lip service, but, you know, how about put hands on, you know, and really help stand up um, our, the veteran community. And so, you know, that's that's what we're doing with Defining Paths. I would love to meet the Colonel, love to, to discuss and work with you guys. We're kicking off our first Women Leaders Retreat, um, Exhale, which, um, you know, it's focused on women leaders. I want to get a lot of the women veterans there. We're going to be dealing with the healing, rebuilding, transforming lives. And yeah, so, um, and then we have a Grace Under Pressure initiative that really uh, focuses and targets that um, population and service as well. That's great.
So um, there's, a, you know, when you're dealing with people who have trauma and you're dealing with a lot of, you know, the veterans and, and your podcast, you're doing so much, right? So I'm sure you're super busy. What do you do on your time off? What do you do to maintain oh, the balance from a mental health perspective? <laughs> you know what? Thank you for asking that because it's huge, you know, and actually it's the reason I used to do the parallelpreneur thing and I did it for some time, um, you know, and I decided to start actually, you know, um, full out play, uh, practicing what I preached, you know, about following that inspired living life, the purpose entrepreneur, because, you know, we as women, we tend to be super women. We want to, we, we can do it all. Right. So, you know, I was still working. I wanted to continue to serve, uh, you know, in civilian service and, you know, do my business. Uh, but long story short, I ended up uh, uh, facing some health and wellness issues and um, had to step away from um, my day job, made that choice, chose me. I ended up, you know, just with all kinds of issues. I was seeing, still seeing three of them, a chiropractor, an acupuncture, physical therapy, dietitian, counselor, you name it. Uh, because all of those years of doing that just collided, you know, and we're, you know, we're always about, you know, saying, I got it, I'm good, you know, everything is, but, you know, there comes a point when you just hit that wall. You know, and again, that's a pivot, you know, are you going to choose life or are you going to choose death, you know, or so, um, you know, I think it's, it's huge. It's important. The biggest thing that I did for my health, now I'm not, ladies, I'm not telling people to go out and quit their jobs, but that was the biggest thing I did for myself. I walked away from uh, the employment realm, from the workplace and went full out into um, entrepreneurship. And I cannot even tell you how that decision, the weight, the stress that lifted, because stress kills, you know, and as my fiance says, stress is a free disease. And we don't realize that <laughs> because we choose right. it every day when we're not walking in our sole purpose. And so I knew my purpose. It was clear after I came back from Crete what I was supposed to be doing. And I was still trying to play it safe, you know, go with that security, quote unquote, which we saw with COVID, you know, even jobs you think are secure are not secure. And they're not, you know, and someone can orchestrate your dismissal. You never know. So, um, so, you know, I chose me, I stepped away, I slowed down. Um, you know, I started seeing to my health, you know, my health and wellness, physically, mentally, spiritually. Um, I love to get away to the beach when I can't. <laughs> Um, my favorite so, place too. Girl, look, <laughs> water. It. Look, you need to come to our retreat in October. We'll be on the beautiful island of Isla Mujeres in Mexico. October oh my goodness! All right, yes. I'm, I'm definitely coming. I'm <laughs> We're gonna have wow. I want to add one question to uh, basically the whole thought process when you think about entrepreneurship and everything and walking away. What yes. advice would you offer somebody that's going to do it? It's going to start out right now and decide to walk away and do it. You know, I think so. Here's the, the first big thing. And this is what I realized I was not doing. And I had been saying this for years and hadn't embraced it. Embracing the fear of walking in your greatness and making it your ally. I think we fear what's possible because it's unfamiliar. So learning how to embrace fear in making it your ally. So, you know, it becomes that adrenaline. It drives you forward, you know, and in that, you know, once you get there, start then look at 
what you have in place. What are your assets? What can you, uh, what's your plan? What do you want to do? Get in community, definitely. I would highly encourage that. We need to be in community. I was a solopreneur. I cannot tell you how many hundreds of thousands of dollars I have wasted over the decades in trying to be a solopreneur until, you know, I ran into, you know, Lisa Nichols and got into her community and Susie Carter from there, who's even one of my partners now. And, you know, and, you know, just names like that and communities like that who embrace and help stand you up and um, and just, you know, teach you how to connect and how to do this thing together, you know, because again, women, we're, we're super women. So we're always, we, we, we have it, right. right. <laughs> so we can, we can change the world, but, you know, think about how much more you can do it in community by finding those people who have been there, who've done it, who walked the path, um, you know, they keep you from falling in those potholes. So um, embracing the fear, first of all, um, get in community and then start looking at how you can make this happen. Because something else that my, uh, my honey and I always talk about, when you think about it, we're making wages in the workplace, right? So right now, what are we facing? Inflation, crazy interest right. rate hikes. So you only make so much. But when you're an entrepreneur, you're in control of your destiny. You can define your path and it's profit. It's not wage-based. So you know, a lot of times we're our worst enemy and we just need to get out of our way, tap into our higher source, whatever that may be for you. For me, it's God and lean in, you know, and jump. Yeah. One of my, one of my first business coaches, when I started the entrepreneurial route, cause I spent years in corporate, um, mm-hmm. she just kept saying, stop thinking hourly, stop thinking yes. hourly, stop thinking. It's such a hard habit to break because yes. I spent mm-hmm. most of my career thinking hourly. So it's yeah. definitely a mindset change. Absolutely. Um, so we are running out of time. Um, oh. You know, we keep this short so people will listen, but uh, there's always so many more things to talk about. But thank you for being on the show. Where can people find you? Absolutely. My pleasure. They can find me at Defining Paths with an S dot online. Defining Paths, P-A-T-H-S dot online. You can connect with me, find out everything there. And uh, I, I'd love to chat, love to serve you. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to be on the show. So thank you again for inviting me, Marissa and Neil. Thank you. It's been an honor to have you here. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for listening to Women CEO in Reflection. To reach out to one of our guests, their contact is in the description of the show. Do you want a total mindset transformation? Apply to Mindset Warrior, The Art of Intentional Thinking, my personal coaching boot camp at IamAMindsetWarrior.com and schedule your call with me today. Thank you.